Uh, it was the worst of times. It was the best of times. A little twist on Thornton Wilder's Our Town. To look at the 24-hour cycle of the news locally, nationally, and around the world, you'd think that we are living in the end times. Prophets of gloom and doom are everywhere. What are we to make of it? Our police forces spend most of their time cleaning up after crimes. One officer related to me that it's very difficult going to work anymore. All I see is the dark side of life. Family members fighting, abusing, killing each other, gang violence. There seems to be no hope left in the world. Many of our people are abusing alcohol, drugs, and sex, trying to find the next high. I tried to explain to him that that is why we are to be the light that shines in the darkness. Our homes are to be homes that are oases of love and safety. But how do we do that when respect for life, all life, is on decline? I told him that it begins in the home. Yes, the domestic church is where it all begins. But he said it's difficult to believe that there is anything such as a good and stable home to be found. Many populations are experiencing homes where the father is all but absent. Many marriages end in divorce. Yes, there are many reasons for the phenomenon, but time does not permit me to dig too deeply. I believe that all of you have to do is to look at the evening lineup of television, network, and cable to see where we are headed if the light is not brought back into our homes. But where... Where to begin? Would you believe that the church has given us this Sunday to show us where to begin rebuilding our families? Today is World Marriage Day. Last night, a group of married couples met in the library to celebrate almost 500 years of marriage. That's all together, not just one. (laughs) Most of our couples have been meeting for over 35 years They began meeting after making a marriage encounter weekend. My wife and I uh, made our retreat when we came to Columbus almost 18 years ago. Hard to believe. We have received so much support from these wonderful couples. We are not perfect couples. Far from it. But we have found ways to provide inspiration and hope to each other. Just a few months ago, here in this space... We celebrated the blessing of a couple who celebrated 65 years of married bliss. Both my wife's and my parents were both married for over 50 years. You know, most couples who reach the milestone of 25 years of marriage sometimes joke that those were the 20 years, the best 20 years of their lives. Nobody heard that, did they? (laughs) That may not be far from the truth, and there are a lot of hard times, too. By the way, those of you who have been married for over 25 years, 50 years, and more, congratulations to you. Now back to those dark times. I believe that marriage and our Christian way of life is under attack by dark forces. Yes, the devil is real. Just look over my shoulder to see the effects of what he does. I believe that the words of the gospel today which is a part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, gives us a key on how we are to become salt 
and light for the world. That the last words of today's gospel tells us how to do this. Jesus says, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. Today's gospel is an opportunity for us to reflect upon the ways our individual families and our church community are called to be a light to the world. The scouts remind me of that award they have, the light of Christ, Lumen Christi. They are a light for the world too. I constantly thank God for the many ways that our community here at Seton lives out today's gospel. We have given thousands of dollars to the world's poor over the past 25 years. We have helped rebuild schools and homes in Haiti and the Gulf Coast. We have helped tsunami victims. We provide shoes and socks for around 1,200 children in rural Kentucky. We help feed poor at Christmas time in the Portsmouth area. We make sleeping bags for the homeless. We feed the homeless at the IHN shelter. We give of our time and talent to many worthy causes in and around Columbus. I could name many more, but I won't. We tithe as a community, and we support most of the missionary activities that come our way. For example, today we have an important second collection called as a day to end homelessness. There is always, however, the challenge to give God the glory instead of ourselves. We do not tell our good news enough, I believe, as a church. It seems it is mostly the bad news that makes the headlines. There is risk in telling the good news, but maybe we don't even need to tell it. Maybe we just need to live it. And when we do, the world will see. It's easy to stand on a soapbox and say, see how great we are? Hopefully, the real truth is that the church does not need to tell of its goodness because people don't see that goodness as something that is out of the ordinary. They see it as normal Christian living. Recently, when a man was making sandwiches for the homeless in our area, someone commented about his ministry. The man responded, is that what it is? I'm just doing what I should be doing. It's only through the power and love of God shining through people in our community that we are able to respond to the gospel in the way that we do. But where do we start, you ask? You know, it's, it's most unfortunate, but most of our outreach ministry of our parish is accomplished by only a small percentage of our parishioners. What would happen if everyone, everyone decided to find out how they could become that shining light on a hill, that beacon that people look to for guidance, and yes, hope. It could happen. I believe that the Holy Spirit has placed Pope Francis in our midst as the most prominent light that we have on the hill. In his apostolic exhortation, Evangelii Gaudium, he says that lay people, put simply, are the vast majority of the people of God. The minority... You're looking up here, ordained ministers are at the service. Father Jim and Father Ed and myself and Deacon Joe. We are the minority. We can't do it without you. We can only do so much. The rest is up to you. Many of you are already here, involved in evangelization. That's good. But yes, that's what we're supposed to do, isn't it? 
But I said, there are many who are not involved. Now is the time to let your light shine. The time for being on the sidelines, I believe, is over. We ask you to take an active role in educating yourself in what it means to be a Catholic. But how? I have no time. I don't know where to look. We have great new Lenten series called Catholicism, the new evangelization beginning March 2nd and 4th. Registration forms are in the Welcome Center and online. At the end of Mass, you will hear about our Living Christ Retreat, where 42 of you will be fortunate enough to be able to participate in a life-changing retreat right here at Seton Parish. There are apps. There are websites. We have great, a great Catholic newspaper in our Catholic Times, Catholic radio and television. We have ongoing catechesis. We have Bible study groups that meet on a regular basis. I ask each and every one of you out there to take ownership and find out what is available. If you do not have access to the computer, go to the library or ask your children or grandchildren. I bet they would be happy to help you. Not registered on our website? Do it now and receive weekly notifications. I don't know what's going on in the church. Come on. Each of us should find ways to communicate Jesus wherever we are. For some reason, I don't know why, the words of a song keep ringing in my head. And if you know it, you may want to say it with me. This little light of mine, I'm going to make it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. This little light of ours, how are we going to make it shine? How are we going to make the world a better place? Let us begin. Who knows? You may be the only Bible that someone will ever read.